You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take one. Knock, knock. Who dis? We're Stephen and Dana, and we can't believe you thought I'd look in podcast. It's my podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. We're Stephen and Dana, and we're in the room. The next morning, I was drunk in the pool at 8 a.m. And like, okay, I get it. This is awesome. Here we are, face to face. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, menthol cool style. If you could be any quieter, that would be great for this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the <laughs> menthol cool stylings of Dana Louise Craig. Thank you, What's Max, for that marvelous introduction. Uh, Kelly. Dana Kelly. Duh. Duh. I made you change it to Dana Kelly. Did you know that Brian DeCalloway, who will be marrying our guest in July... His middle name is Dana. And ah! my middle name is Brian. Ah! You guys! <laughs> Why is his middle name Dana? No one knows. When did no, you find he that knows. out? It's like <laughs> I'm a, sure he knows. It's like a grandpa or something. Or a grandpa. Dana Carvey? An uncle? Everyone's named after Dana Carvey. Correct. It's a relative of his mother's. Yeah. Well, you haven't been introduced yet, so... Shut up. Sorry. No, you're allowed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Holland back. Claps. Hello. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Live from uh, what room is this at the Disney? Offices? We call this the writers' room. Live it is. Uh, room. This is a room where people in our creative development department will come to work on new projects and things like that. And on Sundays, our office is very empty except for the company managers. So here we are. And that would be you. That would be me. I am the company manager of Aladdin on Broadway. Duh. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we are honored that you've come here to talk with us of on this gorgeous Sunday. Um, Ooh, wait, I brought what? gifts. <gasps> you did? I did. Steven, I know you like to eat while you record, <laughs> so if you want to <laughs> chew on some of these chips. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> okay, well, if you get hungry, it's there. Uh-huh. Sun chips, sun chips on a Sunday. <laughs> Oh, he's Actually, so offended. Quote um, you right into the mic. 
Because that's my favorite thing when I'm listening to a podcast. (laughs) That's really funny. Throwback Thursday. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Uh, So anyway. Well, listen, you are are our first company manager that we've had, which is a vital piece of the entertainment world puzzle on Broadway. We have had a stage manager, and I don't think that there are... I think that there are people out there that do not know the difference between a company manager and a stage manager. No, there are people who don't even know company managers are a thing, which was me, even all through college. Really? No, no. I, like, had, I heard about it, like, sophomore year that it was a thing, but it never registered and never occurred to me that's something I could do someday. So that... So how'd you end up doing it? Um, I mean, everyone kind of comes to company management in a different way. Mine Because there's a, no, like, a major for it. Or what no, would a major be I guess to put you in that line maybe of Maybe arts management. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I had no idea what it even was in college. And definitely was going to school to be an actor. Whoops. And No uh, whoops. You were great. It got um, me where I am. Spoiler but. alert. Andrew and I went to college together. Sure did. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they always said, like, if you can see yourself doing anything other than acting, that's, you should do it. And in my head, I couldn't. I was like, no, I'm going to be an That shouldn't be something anyone tells you in college. Oh, that's, like, the motto when it's you go so to school mean. for theater. They're like, if you could see yourself doing something else, do that, because you need the dedication. I was like, I'm dedicated. It's, it's a very ambitious field, and you, if you don't have any of that, Good luck. Totally. I mean, it's ninety yeah. percent. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of like untalented people who just stuck to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, and I couldn't see myself doing something yeah. else, and I moved out to New York because my wonderful father was like, "If you're gonna do this, go all the way." Gave me a little bit of money to move to New York right after I graduated, and I came out here and auditioned, and I hated it. Oh my god, it's it was the worst. The fucking. Am I allowed to swear? <laughs> It was a fucking I don't worst. know. Can company managers <laughs> swear? Right now, can, we can. Disney employees um, swear? Sh- <laughs> um, no, it was like, it was horrible. I I was not the type of person who could get up at five a.m., put my name on a list, go hang out in a Starbucks for three hours or four hours till I could be seen, sing my thirty-second audition, and they go, "Thank you," and then maybe try and nap before my shift at Mother Burger, where I was. A waiter, like the people who can and then do that, do it the bless next you. Day, you and are the next day. you are incredible. And the people who are like on Broadway and still doing it because they know they need that next job, I am so impressed. I am beyond impressed. Yep, but yeah. wasn't for me. I hated yeah. my life. I was that person in the call room, like the open call room, who would literally put my giant headphones on and read a book and just glare at everyone else. I was just like, I hate you all. Don't talk to me. I hate what yeah. I'm doing. So, uh, sorry, this is taking forever, but I No, it's important, because, like, I don't know anyone else, well, you have followed a path, but I, my question to you has always been, like, did you always feel like you were on a path? Because you have always loved Disney, you happen to work for Disney now, you are a company manager, everything just kind of, kind of felt in line for you, and I know you worked really hard at it, so when did those stars align? I fully acknowledge that things came to me much easier than they do for most people and I'm very grateful for it. I I somehow found what I love and found it somewhat easily. I mean, I did I did the auditioning thing for a, 
couple of years, I have some horror stories of auditions. Was naked for like half of them. Um, we'll get to that maybe love, later. Love, <laughs> but thank God for my current fiance, who I had met shortly after I moved here, and he kind of helped me talk through a lot of things. I feel like I would have been very lost had I not mm-hmm. had someone to really talk about this with. And uh, after I was doing one of my survival jobs for a while, which was handing out flyers at TKTS. Telling yes. people to go see Mary Poppins and Newsies. Ooh. This is where we do plug Broadway Crew, because that's what they do. Hello. We are in a partnership with them. And uh, so I was handing out flyers and like, oh my God, this is not what I want to do. Um, went to uh, Brian, my fiance, is he's the one who found the posting for a part-time job in the Disney office in the press department. And he suggested I apply for it. And I was like, part-time, perfect. I, this is not committing to quitting <laughs> acting. Right. I can right. still do that in the afternoons. And so I took this morning job where I would literally just find any story that mentioned Disney uh, theatrical or, at that time, also studio. Uh, and I would compile it all into a giant email and send it to the whole company, uh, theatrical company, and be like, here's where we're mentioned in the press today. And then I'd leave. That's fun. And I yeah. get those emails the from breaks. another office. Yep. Not the Disney ones, but oh. like a, a press du jour. Yep. Um, so then I realized I wasn't auditioning. I was just doing a press clerk's job and then going and handing out flyers and calling it a day every day. So a full-time job posted in the sales department at Disney. And I was like, all right, I think I'm going to make this leap and say I'm done auditioning, at least for now. And... But was that an emotional experience for you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It it took a minute to acknowledge the fact that I wasn't doing it, so... And why aren't you doing it? Because, like... Because I was enjoying my life, and, like, (laughs) even though I was handing out flyers, I was like, okay, I'm kind of, like, I love my life, I love my friends, I love my boyfriend, I love New York City. I didn't like auditioning, so... I think I'm going to step away, and I took, I applied for and ended up getting this job in the sales department where I was responsible for house seats and comp tickets, and uh, I did the Tony voter seats for Aladdin, and uh, would help, like, price and put our new seasons on sale for our shows, and it was fine. I learned a ton about Excel and like <laughs> computer things and all things that help me in my company management job in the yeah. future. So you like l- learned a lot on the job. Totally. Oh yeah, I every all my skills came from each piece along the way and and it sounds like it's fair to say that at time of hire they weren't looking at you as somebody that's going to stay at the company terribly terribly long. Not necessarily. No, I mean the press clerk job was always a jumping off point whether it was in this company or somewhere Entry else level. and but oftentimes it's like that person's going to be part-time for yep. a year or until they do book something and then they're gone. A, a revolving door totally. job. And I ended up doing it for less than a year before I was like, okay, yep, I want a full-time job in this office. And sales was fine. I In this office specifically, you knew you liked this culture. Loved you loved the people. You loved It was showing the people I felt very taken care of. People seemed very happy. They're really even... To this day, there isn't a bad egg in the group. Like, there's no one that we go home and we're like, oh, that person. Like, it's just a wonderful mm-hmm. place to work. And 
but what I really, really missed when I was doing the sales job was I missed being in the theater. And that was the piece that was missing for me. So then I was like, oh, company management. And a full-time position opened up as the ACM Online King, the assistant company manager. Uh, I applied for that, got the job. Ever since then, it's what I've wanted to do for the rest of my life, or at least for the foreseeable future. I So you kind of got on a path, and like, this is the next step, do yep. I want it? I was like, what's missing now, yeah. and what's missing now? And for me, it was, I wanted some time in the theater, and I wanted to be closer to the production. And this is like the perfect balance. I get to work in the office during the day, I go to the theater in the evening, and then as the show begins, I go bye, and I go home, and it's... And then on Saturdays, you karaoke. (laughs) And on Saturdays, I karaoke. (laughs) Yep. It's true. Listen, we are checking all those boxes, (laughs) and it's been a thrill to watch your career, honestly. It's very... I'm gonna cry. (laughs) But I love it. It's like where you're supposed to be. It it is, and Uh, I feel... Oh my god. (laughs) I'm like very hormonal right now, you guys. I'm drinking a shake, and it has a lot of protein Uh, in it, and like mushroom powder. Ew. Um, But no, it's, it's... And it's something that I wish other people knew was possible, and in college... We did not learn about these other jobs. We did not learn what a sales and ticketing uh, director does in the theater. We did not learn what a press agent does in college. We did not learn what a company manager does. Like, these are all jobs that I had no idea even existed when I moved here. And I feel like there are other people who don't take the leap that I took to, like, try something else because they don't know it's an option. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you could be wired for so many things. Like, you are a natural performer, bodied person. It's there inside of you. But you're also wired to be a company manager. Oh, yeah. Like, it's such a perfect Venn diagram. (laughs) It works. It definitely works. What does a company manager do? So, the easiest way, like, if you were going to describe it in two sentences, it's Everything that goes between the theatrical office and the theater, I am that person. You are the liaison. When someone in the theater needs something from the people in the higher-ups, I take it there. And vice versa, when they want me to communicate something to uh, the actors or the crew, that's my job to take it down. So our job is really arranging, like assisting and arranging a lot of press items. Um, We do tons of... uh, Payroll is huge. We pay everyone. And obviously that's like an office job that affects everyone down in the theater. And uh, workers' comp, um, disciplinary, hiring, firing. Um, that's that's kind of it. Uh, as an associate company manager, my day was much more of a day-to-day. And it was like, okay, on Mondays I prep payroll. On Tuesdays I stuff the payroll in envelopes. And on <laughs> Wednesdays I do the union reports. And... And we're pink. And we're pink, of course. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) Mean Girls, love it. Uh, Not Disney, but whatever. (laughs) Hey, we still like non-Disney things. It's cool. Um, But now, as a company manager, my as a full company manager, my job is much more as it comes. It is just constantly like swatting things away that I mean, you're constantly answering calls and emails. Like when we're out to dinner, you're like, oh. Gotta handle this real quick. Bye. Yep. And you never know what's yeah. coming. Like, you could think, oh, right, show is up and running. I go home. I get cozy. And your phone rings and it's a New York number. And you're like, oh my God, your heart just sinks. Because you're like, <laughs> the show's on fire. Something happened. But 
luckily nothing Listen, that terrible has they happened are in to good me. hands with Andrew Hollenbeck <laughs> let me just say I, as yeah, someone who I sees try. you off the clock I <laughs> the know clock, that they're in good thing. hands yes <laughs> even when you've punched out <laughs> it's it's true but we um yeah I mean that's uh, the things that come up can be the most random you you think your show's running smoothly and then you find out you've been paying a union benefit incorrectly for four years and <laughs> the union just didn't let you know for 40 years. So then you're like, okay, well, that's today's project is going back through every report I did since 2012 and uh, I'm going to fix it. And do you have an assistant? Uh, I do. Uh, she's an associate. Um, so company managers, uh, before you're in the union, you're an assistant company manager. And once you, we have to take a massive test. It's a six hour test to join the union. And once you take that test, you are in the union and you become an associate. And your job pretty much stays the same, but you get a title change, a pay bump, and you are officially a member of the union. So I have an associate. Her name is Amy. She's incredible. And it's it's what allows me to take a day off once in a while because I can leave the show in her hands and vice versa. So, so when you say you cover shows, mm-hmm. like today... Yes. Right? So today I we have a three o'clock matinee. Um, when I am simply covering a show, I have to get to the show at half hour. Um, that's a time when people know they can have FaceTime with me. They know where they can find me. I'm in the building somewhere, uh, and that's when I, that's when a lot of people come ask me questions. Um, like, what are some sample questions that you would get? People want to know, like, oh, can I change my four hundred one k deduction? And that's something, of course, Fun they could. Stuff. It's thrilling, but <laughs> and we're in tax season, so <laughs> or or things like, hey, am I allowed to do this press event? And then that's something that I'm gonna make a note of, and then tomorrow when people are back in the office, I'll go to the press department and say, hey, blah 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 wants to do this, this thing. Do you think it's okay? Can you get in touch mm-hmm. with them? Um, so there's that liaison thing where it's just, and and people, even though they know they can email me at any time, it's when they make eye contact with me that they go, oh wait, I had a question for you. And so I always have my phone out and I'm always emailing myself notes to, of things I need to do when I get back to the office. I, I typically on weekends, I'm just here to cover the show and then I do payroll and leave. Um, weekdays I'm in the office during the day and then I cover the show usually at six 30 show starts at seven and then I go home. Amazing. And you guys, Aladdin just had a five-year anniversary. We sure did. Turn five. And you've been with Aladdin for how many of those five years? Uh, Two this month, or next month. Two years on Aladdin. Uh, I did two years on Lion King before that. So I've been with Disney for about six years. Really, really shabby shows that are going to close real soon. Never going to last. Well, that's kind of one of my (laughs) questions is, you know, you've had many positions within Disney theatricals, but this one is specific to Aladdin. So if Aladdin were to close, what happens to Drew Hollenbeck? Uh, <gasps> so that is, that is a thing that comes with company management is you are, you are tied to the show. Um, you of course make a relationship with the office, uh, or the theatrical office where you are working. Like I know company managers who work at foresight theatrical and they just get bumped show to show to show. Um, because they do a good job and people like them and there's always something coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing kind of happens at Disney. Uh, sure, Disney's always churning something out. Totally, there's always going to be something coming up. Um, so, of course, you try and make a good impression and hopefully they like you and will use you again. I was 
I will not lie, I was terrified to leave Lion King, the show that will never close, as the (laughs) associate company manager there. I really wanted to make the leap to full company manager. Um, The company manager on Lion King is incredible and not going anywhere and taught me everything I know. Love you, Chris Recker. Love you, Chris. <laughs> um, it, when I decided to leave over to Aladdin, it was scary. I mean, it's not going anywhere. The show's doing very, very well. We just turned five, many years to come. But just going to a show that someday could close, you're like, okay. So I've put a clock on my job. I don't know what the countdown is. but So that, yeah, you're tied to the show, and it can be scary, but it can also be exciting and... How much do you make a year? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, uh, listen. Enough. He pays for a lot of my stuff. I'm just saying, a company manager's listen, good pay. Have, Should you want to go in that direction? Get, get yourself in a union. That's all I'm going to say. It's I, great. Here's the thing. Um, what's after company management? I mean, there, you've kind of gone on the ladder, and then what's... So... A are l- you now Daryl Roth? What's happening? <laughs> a lot of people use company management as a means to get to general management, uh, which our general managers here in the Disney office, we're, we I think we're structured a little bit differently than other offices, but we have a general manager for each production because each show has so many international productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh my God. we yes. have a general manager for Lion King and he oversees Hamburg, uh, uh, the tour, Broadway, um, Mexico, which may have closed. I don't know. I'm not on Lion King anymore, but... They, these general managers oversee all these international shows. So Aladdin right now, we have Japan, we have the U.S. tour, we have Australia. Um, it's crazy. There's so much going on. I don't... Right now, it's not what I want to do. Uh, I was asked that when I was hired as the company manager, that are you using this as a means to general management? Are you thinking you want to be a company manager for a long time? Um, that wouldn't have affected me getting the job. Mm-hmm. They were just curious. And I... Right now, I don't want to be a general manager. What well, speaks to you wanted to be closer to the production. Exactly. General management seems very far away, but very omniscient. Yes. They, <laughs> they oversee everything. They'll do little visits to each show, but they, they're in the office. Yeah. And I still like that face time with the production itself. So as of now, I just, I'm comfortable. I want to be a company manager for the foreseeable future. Who knows? It could change. I could want to do general management later or something completely different I don't know but right now I, I love it and mm-hmm. it's it's where I want to stay and I want to give another shout out to Brian DeCalue your Brian. gorgeous fiance who's also kind of in the same path he's yes uh, I don't want to speak for him but he's all, all of our productions have here. coordinators who kind of help out the general managers and the company managers and he has been the coordinator on Frozen for uh, since its inception. I got to visit him in Denver. That's right. Woo! He was in Denver all summer two years ago for the production to open there. And now uh, he just accepted the assistant company manager job on the tour, which will be launching this fall. So he will be so leaving me after my wedding. <laughs> I don't want to talk it's about gonna it. It's going to be wedding, it's honeymoon, and bye. For so. 15 months, he'll be gone. Uh, at least, yeah. I mean, he's wow. it's an open-ended job. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. it's very exciting That's for huge. him. That's and very exciting yeah, for him. It is. It's it. And that's I an experience you didn't have. You didn't have a tour experience no, as a... They, they float us around here at Disney. Sometimes, uh, like, a company manager on the road needs to take a leave, so they'll take an ACM 
from Broadway and send them out there. So when I was on Lion King, I got to uh, go do Lion King tour for a little while, Newsies tour for a little while. Um, and it was a great way to see a couple cities and try sure. it out. But Brian's always, he from the time we got together and he kind of started backing off the acting thing, he's always said that he really wants to tour. And he's sad he never got to. And this opportunity came up and now yeah. he gets to tour and have that experience and he's like who knows maybe I'll hate it but I'm like but you've done it and now you you get to see and yeah he wouldn't have wanted to do it if he didn't have a morsel of a good time in Denver you yeah, know uh, totally and and it is it's exciting to be on the road with a show and just from the couple months I've done of it it's it's amazing it's a lot your job sure. your job is the show 24-7 I mean I know I'm on email all the time but you are living on the road with these people. They know they There's can no find you. There's no else for you to be. Nope. They know they can find you. You're you living in the same hotels as them. You are just... He'll come back all scraggly <laughs> with some kind of addiction. Like. Uh, but I think, I think he'll be great and have a good time. And I'm excited to go visit him in like all yeah. these different cities that I've never seen. It's going to be like we're taking little vacations together. It's cool together. that he gets to do it with the same show, that he's not going out to some other company of Aladdin or yeah. anything. It's that he did Frozen from very early, went through Denver, saw it through the Broadway opening, has been with it for a year here. Yeah, it's exciting. He he knows the show, and I think that'll help him a lot, too. He, he knows the production well, so... So yeah, if uh, you want to get some Frozen tickets for the tour... Coming to a city near you. Email us at intheroompod <laughs> at gmail.com. We know some people. Actually, don't do that. They're like, ticketmaster.com. I mean, you can do that. I'll send you a link to the Ticketmaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can. We can help you out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can help you get tickets. They won't be any cheaper. I mean, if you don't want to Google, yeah, just email We'll us. find you a coupon. Yeah. Steven's Coupon Cody. Ticketmaster.com. <laughs> Listeners, we have entered into an illicit partnership with the folks over at Broadway Crew. Broadway who? Broadway Crew! Broadway Crew is the trusted name in New York City when it comes to Broadway and off-Broadway tickets. With a full-time presence at TKTS and Times Square, come see them to get the scoop on the best... Go get your scoop! Honey, two scoops! Come see them to get the scoop on the best tickets at the best prices. Their mission is to match every person to their show and to raise you up and elevate the art of in-person theater promotion. They are offering In The Room listeners $55 off tickets to King Kong on Broadway. You can use code KK as in King Kong, PNM as in perfectly normal mammogram 928 only at telecharge.com. We saw it. And it was a spectacle. And I went in skeptical. And this skeptic was turned into a spectic. Follow them on Instagram at Broadway Crew or check them out online at broadwaycrew.com. Moving on. Remember when we made out in college? Oh, wow. <laughs> Transitions are not a thing here. I'm going to use this um, opportunity to eat <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but uh, so, you are the wait, bestie of all time. Hold on. Did you watch the video I sent you? Ugh. The Bon Appetit does ASMR video for no. 32 minutes? No, but I will. I will. It's my exit. 
you're gonna start talking about ASMR. I'm not I'm into always. ASMR, but I'm Good. into the Bon Appetit employees. Super into And it's ASMR. just Carla getting up in a mic going, "This is Basmati rice from Goya." And then god. she picks it up and like yes. plays with it. Oh, yes. Vile. Oh my no. god! I would watch no. that no. from no. like 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. Dana sleeps over at my house sometimes, um, and out of context, it doesn't make much sense. But in context, it doesn't make much sense either. You live two blocks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seven. But, <laughs> but and your bed is like a hotel room. There's an there's a guest book. Yeah, we on have the a, corner. We have a guest room, and Dana likes to use it when she's at my house late watching television. But she likes to put on her ASMR videos while she sleeps, and I... That's so weird to me. I could not get out of that room faster. It's horrible. I get ASMR for its comedy. Watching somebody eat watermelon what they think is quietly. Nope. Mine is is selective ASMR. I don't like food. So, I don't like, watch if you people. hear someone eating in a movie theater, you also want to kill them, right? Yes. Okay. Cause... I'm not the food ASMR. I'm not even very much the whisper ASMR. I'm I'm a visual ASMR, so I could watch a video of someone just doing that. I get chills my entire body oh. by just watching people do this. I don't understand. I mean, I guess I kind of get that when I hear certain singers hit certain And then notes, also I, but... the, the microphone ones where they're like doing this. To a mic. No. It goes right through my body. Okay. Well. Anyway, that's a shout out to ASMR videos. I can tell you my favorite people. Um, Slight Sounds is good. Caroline ASMR. Great. Okay. Um, if you're visual, I recommend If You High and um, I think it's yep, Art Rival. And Process Video. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, how things are done. Um... What else? So we went to college together. We met in 2009? Nine was when I... I graduated 2008, so... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) 2005, maybe? I was thinking college graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Graduated high school in 2005, went to Stevens Point, met Dana Craig in the dorms, Baldwin (laughs) Hall. I worked the desk. You did. I used to visit. And, Welcome uh, to Baldwin Hall. We, no. I gave people their mail. Many no. a party together. I like to throw a lot of parties. You are a very host with. You the like most. to throw a lot of parties in no. your adulthood. I do. It's, yes. I, I am. A, you threw the Aladdin party. The five year. I did. It's probably Aladdin. why that was your project. Yes, I threw the five year yes. anniversary party for Aladdin. It was like six hundred and fifty people. Um, I learned something about myself. I don't like throwing parties that big. <laughs> <laughs> I like, to, I like to throw a get-together in like my house. You like to attend parties that big. I love to attend parties that big. But yeah, no, there was the whole... And we're doing it with the wedding now, too. The booking a venue, getting a cake, get, it's just a lot. Like, once you get to a point where you're dealing with vendors, I don't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I love to have people over and set up some party yeah, lights. You do. And dance the night away in my living room. You have a cafe called Blue Drew's. I do. I this like, is from Blue Juice. This co- iced coffee. This gorgeous iced coffee. Just get yourself a really good coffee maker that can do lattes and then a few disposable cups. And suddenly people literally will show up at your house and ask for lattes. Um, we call it Blue Drew's. It's named after the coffee shop in uh, Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. If you've read the book, it's called Blue Blues. So I made a coffee shop called Blue Drew's. I'm there multiple times a week. Our straws are blue. We're switching to paper very soon. 
Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Just making that clear. As soon as we're out of this current batch of plastic straws. Or bring your own metal. Or bring your own metal. We we will give you a 10 cent discount. JK, no one pays for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, shit. proving that company management is an excellent <laughs> paycheck. Oh. Oh, Dana man. comes over and sleeps on my couch, and then she gets a Venmo request for $34.99. <laughs> Listen, and I pay it because I'm a sucker. A, a, a late <laughs> checkout fee. That's so yeah, funny. exactly. Uh, no, I'm that, not that Jewish. Rich. But you make coffee. I make coffee. I make chicken. But if I don't drink it right away, you don't have a microwave, so I can't reheat it. You Correct. don't have a microwave? No, we warm our things up in the oven. Okay. Sorry, so, we watched Precious last night, and that's a direct quote. Oh well. Really? Yeah. Precious is. I haven't a seen choice. that. Since we got stoned and watched Precious. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> Ethel, where you at? So Cut what is your favorite that. thing about me? Oh, jeez. Um, do I have to... Um, you know me better than uh, maybe anyone. Probably. I mean, I... You make me laugh a lot. Yes. I don't laugh. Yes. You and Brian probably make me laugh. And my brother. You, those are like my ride or dies. People who make me laugh till I cry. It's good that you see all three of us five out of six it's days true. I mean, if there's a day where I have not seen Dana, Xander, or Brian, like, <laughs> something is wrong, I don't know. I'm locked in a cage somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think you make me laugh a ton. You're someone I can still talk to about real things, too. And, uh, and you're there. Like, you I'm are... literally there. You're the, there's, there's a few people in your life who you can, like, call and be like, come over right now, and they can do it. Not only because of proximity, but because they want to, and yeah. and uh, yeah, sometimes you're just like, oh, I need to be with a person right now. So, but enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> what was your That's first impression of Dana? Oh my God! In school, I thought she was the funniest person ever, and I thought she was too cool for me. Like, part of it was the fact that you were a year ahead of me in school, so mm-hmm. already you come into college and you're a freshman, and you're like. I'm not worthy of anyone, but she was hilarious, and I could tell everyone liked her, and so I was, int- I guess I was, say I was intimidated, not in, like, a bad way. I was just like, oh, you're too cool for me. So first impressions aren't always correct. Right. That one was way off. Because you're not too cool that for me. That was way off. <laughs> you're too cool for her. That's yeah, right. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> no. I remember there was, I think it might have been the first year of our friendship, I was like, oh, this guy is way too generous for his own good. <laughs> um, he gave me a birthday basket. Oh, I did. There was a candle, oh which I can God. still remember the smell of it. There was a CD of duets. There was like soaps and uh, chocolates. And I was just like, I Drew, I that. think I love him. This was in college. Yeah. Well, you can thank Bobby Hollenbeck well, for that because thing. I didn't have money. Here's the thing, too. <laughs> thank you, Bobby. I was like, I got to make a basket for my but friend Dana. here's the thing. You love making people feel very special. I do. And you think about what they like. You're very thoughtful. And you love birthdays. You love... Oh, yeah. You love Saturdays. I mean, you love having a good time and being with people. Being it's with true. I... A Saturday where I am just sitting at home, I'm like, what a wasted day. There are people out there I could see. Like, it's... Oh my God, I've never thought that one time in my life. 
I have what never thought, gee, <laughs> I'd rather go be with my favorite people than in front of this air conditioner with an SVU oh, marathon. That's so funny. No, it's it's actually the thing yeah. I'm most afraid about with Brian going on tour is I'm just like, I like to be around people. Mm-hmm. And at least I know every night when I go home, he's going to be there. And the fact that there may be nights where I go home and I don't see someone like after work, I'm just like, moment. oh, for real. It's, Listen, it's very it's a real. real possibility I'll be there. Great. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I can, like, call you, Xander, just have you over, and, like, it'll be a lifesaver. I'm not kidding. Because it's. I'll get on an M60. Please do. Come on over. You I know I like it. your couch. Great. It's a new one since last time you were there. I've had three couches That's since last time right. we won't talk about that. We don't talk about couches. Yeah, we don't talk about the couch. Um, God, I'm trying to think of like my favorite stories about you. I mean, we went to Fire Island last summer. We, we got that, one of the houses. I do think about that trip. I, I am someone who has been afraid of Fire Island. And Dana was the one who got me out there for day trips like three years ago. Right, like a and, dip your toe. And I was like, okay. I get it. This is nice. It's beautiful. And then I was like, I do day trips to Fire Island, and that's it. And I was like, I definitely don't sleep there, though. And then last summer, we were like, let's get a house in Fire Island for a week. I think we I, were drunk at the beer garden. We, were, we booked it drunk we at the beer garden. We booked it, and that's that was a terrible One of the most expensive idea. things I'd ever purchased up to that point. And I was just at the beer garden was like, this date works for everyone? Great. Bought it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh my god. But so we booked this house and it was it was great, but I got there the first day and first of all, I was sure before we went that it was like we're going to be on everyone's going to be doing all the drugs. It's going to be constant sex around me and that's just not me. That's not my kind of party. Mm-hmm. So we got out there and I was like fully prepared for the worst and I was like, oh no, this house is gorgeous. It's in a gorgeous area. You make this trip what you want it to be. And then I was like, but I'm going to be bored. The first day, I think I told you this, we yeah, got, we yeah. got, we were floating in the pool. We like got settled, put on suits, got in the pool. And I was like floating around, looking around. And I was like, uh oh. And I was seven like, more days. what do I do from now until next week? There aren't any emails to I, answer. I was terrified by like, the next morning, I was drunk in the pool at 8 a.m. and like, okay, I get it. This is awesome. Love. This is like, vacation. I can yeah. just decide what to, yeah, I'd never taken a vacation where it wasn't planned to the minute. Yeah. And just being like, what do you want to do now? Go to the beach? Sure. So, like, that, that. Want to eat? I don't know. Maybe. I think about that trip constantly. Yeah. Like, there are days when I'm just sitting at work and I'm like, oh, remember that house when we could do whatever we wanted? house itself was a little gross but. but like going on a trip with friends like the year before we did burning maine and it's just like so fun to be with your people and not have a schedule yep 100 mm-hmm. yeah it's, and have gorgeous weather that i think really our weather helped. was pretty great it and rained also once the on entire fire time island we as opposed to new york city which is so humid fire island is not humid that is true you are on the ocean so it's like a, a yep. breezy situation and there's no uh it was Humidity. 80s, 90s the whole time, but yeah. I was not miserable once because I was just in constant When we breeze. got back to the city, we're like, yeah. we can't breathe. Oppressive. Wait, what happened? Yep. It was um, a lot. But I loved it. 
Yeah. I need to take more trips like that. And you do you do Disney World a lot. You do Disney cruises. We do you have any hot tips? Where's the do. best room? So Brian and I do a lot of Disney World, Disney trips. Um, we are all tax deductible. Oh, it's research. Obviously, research. No, I wish uh, <laughs> research. Um, <laughs> it is. I don't know why that hit me so funny. Um, we are trying to branch out because we realize we've been together ten years and we have been yet to, to go World international, except for like on a cruise to the Bahamas, if you can even count that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our honeymoon, we're doing a, we're doing cruises because after planning a wedding, it's like, wouldn't it be nice to not plan a thing? So we are. You can just roam around. Oh, yeah. Are you going to we're, London to see all the Disney shows in the UK? <laughs> no, we are flying to London, but then we are hopping on a cruise ship up the coast of Norway, not Disney, and then we fly to Rome and do a cruise, not Disney, through the Greek islands. So Fierce. I am gonna be so jealous so excited of those photos. At, for our first international trip. It's very safe because we're like on a boat that just does it for us, and we don't have to worry about like navigating. Well, you can and, get the best of that Fire Island. Like I don't need to plan every second of this. Totally. But also know that you're not going to end up in the wrong part of town. Exactly. Well, so I've it's seen a lot of cruise ships on the news. <laughs> so we're so. hoping we're not in one of those ships that's like being slammed by waves. <laughs> Thanks, global warming. Being um, airlifted out. <laughs> but uh, no, we do go to. Di- we have up to this point gone to Disney a ton. Um, Brian took me for my very first trip when we started dating, and I, uh, yeah, he created a monster. Yeah. I mean, your tips and tricks helped get me there for my first trip it and have created true. a monster. <laughs> yep, it'll uh, it'll change your life. It but really is having, remarkable. Having someone who knows what they're doing is so helpful. And when we on my first trip, Brian was like the guy. He's like, my family went every year as kids. I know we we run here and get a fast pass for this. We run here and get a fast pass for this, and we ride this, this, and this, and this order. And oh I was like, God. I'm in awe. I love you. Um, and then now, since then, in the past 10 years, everything has gone digital. He has no idea how to plan a Disney trip anymore. And I'm the one who's like, all right, you click this, you click this, you connect this. And oh my God. now we go. And he's like, okay, yeah. I feel so old now because I used to know what I was doing. And now it's, but yeah, yeah. it's like I'm planning assuming. a war. It's really hard. It is. Our Haley Pachun, who has been on this podcast, I believe. Yes. Um, I've been helping her plan her or her trip with her boyfriend. Oh, so fun. And she's been making Instagram posts that are just like, oh my God, I feel like this is planning like a wedding. Like, well, it's you're like, the there, there's thing. no way this is going to be fun if I have to plan it this much. Yeah. And that's what John said but to me when we went. Thing. He's like, I know you're excited to go, but I, I don't want to do all this right now because then we're just going to be running around feeling like we're running late. But if you do the work... That's what I'm it saying. It doesn't feel like that once you're there. I, the more that you plan, then that makes you at ease of like, oh, I can choose to do that or not. Like, yep. Yeah, when there's I the plan, happy medium When I pl- do a plan A for anything, there's always a plan B. Oh, yeah. Like, if this place is closed, we're going around the block. Totally. And Disney's yeah. the same way. There, You can... You'll have fun no matter what you, you do. You prioritize your things. You're like, yeah. these are the five things we must do this day. Day yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Must do X, Y, Z, A, B. And yeah. plan some times to sit and do nothing. Go to the pool. We went to the, um, we visited the, the smokers' patios in all the parks. Oh, great. <laughs> do you have so, a map of them? Yeah. You know, they, cr- they got rid of it. The smoking patio? Uh, 
no smoking at any Disney park. Uh, I think it started like two weeks ago. They got rid of all smoking areas. I can never go again. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, I can. Um, yes, I wow. Can. Yes, I, can. I just saw an article about it. Yeah. Cut them all out. Interesting. I mean, the, the thing that helped us most was staying on the at one of the hotels, the extra magic hour, one hour. Must do. Made us not need fast passes the rest of the day. Mm. It was that good. Yeah. It was that great. Brian's brother-in-law, we just went with our niece and his sister and brother-in-law, and uh, he gets Marriott points, so we stayed off property, which... <sighs> for me is like I, I bet that's a whole different experience totally that's different. stressful to me. It, I mean it was a gorgeous like three bedroom suite Marriott t- type thing with a nice pool right next door um, oh I could have stayed in that room I remember you showing us the pictures yeah I could have oh. stayed there for an entire week yeah oh it was incredible but uh, the thing that made it okay was we also had an SUV like mm-hmm. everyone could pile in and get to the park and park and it was fine um Otherwise, you need to stay on property. If we you don't lifted have a car. everywhere for four dollars. Parked a hotel. Yeah, the the we lifts are cheap in Florida too. So cheap. Yep, you can get to any any point in Disney to another point for like eight dollars. Yeah, nothing was more than four or five bucks. Yeah, so that's good. I'm like, oh, tip. park is closing, and you're all trying to get on my bus. <laughs> Request. <laughs> yep. So. Aboard! Aboard! Literally, the best kept secret I think of Disney is just use Lyft. Yeah, Lyft, it's true. I and know the buses are that free. It's an option now. Four bucks. Nope. So that's OCD trip planning. For the honeymoon, though, like, I'm. We're doing it all together, but I've been focused on, like, all the little bits and pieces of the wedding. And Brian, I'm like, run with the honeymoon. Like, I want you to just plan it and tell me where I'm going, because he's showing me, like, how do you like this hotel? And I'm like, great. Like, book it. I don't. I just can't do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, it's a lot and for me to let go for once. I'm just like, here, you plan. The you trip are in fact letting it go. go. Yep. I am so excited to officiate my very first wedding for you. It's true. Uh, You're d- ordained. We, I'm ordained. We got Dana ordained on the interwebs. You're a great ordain. And Roman <laughs> Anthony ordained. You're, you're a great ordaina. What? I get it. I see. Um. Yeah. So you're gonna marry us and. It was very it's sweet. It's going to be half roast. On. Half married, oh, half roast. It's We want it to be fun. Does he this... know what you're wearing? I don't think I can wear what I think I'm going to wear. Because it came and girl, she got camel toe. And girl, you do not want to see me in white satin. Girl, I know I've been doing Orange Theory Fitness, but girl, <laughs> I we ain't going to be ready by <laughs> July. <laughs> Ooh. Really? Unless I'm in an entire Spanx body. Like yeah. an entire Spanx. Like, my face would be spanked. <laughs> We'd like your face visible, so yeah. maybe not that. We, I think I need to try something. I'm very short-waisted. Oh, I think I need to go try something on. Yeah. I want a cape. I want to feel, like, Oh, yeah, we want you, gorgeous. since Ooh. Brian and I aren't going to, like, wear white, we want you to look beautiful in the middle and be the centerpiece. We'll look cute, too, but. That's why we're friends. Yep. <laughs> you understand that I am the flower of your relationship 100%. with Brian. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, that'll be great. You get two gardeners? Fuck you. I get two gardeners. <laughs> two dads. You garden me. I do. You weed my wax. Ooh. What? You wax my weed? Whack? You whack. Whack my weed. He does not wax your weeds. I don't. I don't wax For the record, I, I do not. 
You waxed oh. your weeds once by yourself. I did, and we are not doing that again. And since then, you have not had anything waxed. No, waxing is so stupid. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. I don't. No, that's you not You do your brows, thing. though. I thread my brows. You thread your brows. I don't thread my that brows. That hurts, Tammy too, threads though. my brows. That hurts like a bitch, but yeah, it doesn't make me I break out. Once. Oh, well, you find your thing. When you find your thing, you find your thing. Hmm. Are you guys watching Fosse Burden yet? I watched it. I haven't been home for two weeks. Oh, I loved it. I'm digging. Loved it. I'm digging. Oh, first episode, fantastic. There's one thing I'm not digging, but I'm not going to say it. Because it's not anybody's fault that I'm not digging it. Okay. Got it. That's fair. But, yeah, I thought it was a very strong first episode. Yeah. Past guest Laura Osnes is playing Shirley MacLaine. Correct. I do believe. Mm Mm-hmm. She had a, a... 30-second moment on screen in the first episode. Very exciting. Ooh! Steven's point I assume there's more of her later. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Dang. So what was your first impression of Steven? First impression? Oh, when was it? I remember exactly when the fuck it was. Hotel Impossible party. It was Hotel Impossible. I was stressing out for a week. I mean, my first impression was shoes! Because you walked in with those. Oh, there they are. There they are. I think they were maybe a different pair. They were a different one because those have since retired. These are my Modelo golds. Step up. I Step up. My impression was pretty neutral, only because I knew you were coming into a room of, I think, 12 people were there to watch Dana's television premiere. It was very overwhelming. Yeah, I would not have wanted to be you in that moment because we were all drinking and loud and... It was a lot. When, like, Dana was a pretty new friend at that point, and I knew that she already had, like, her, her homo. Yeah. And I was not trying to step on toes. Oh, and I didn't think you were. Also, You like to pretend for I don't, a little bit that I, well, you thought I was. Because it was funny. Yeah. I don't own <laughs> homos. Also, Y'all yes, yourself. That's right. And Dana can have as many gay friends as she wants. No, she can't. Y'all are, y'all <laughs> are different things. Oh God! No, after me, there's no, there's no new gay friends allowed. You're only allowed to stay because you were grandfathered in. Because <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So Dana, right. how does it feel that you're expired? You can only have straight friends now. <laughs> I think I need more straight friends. I was just thinking. So I don't. I can't name one except Emily's fiance, who I saw yesterday. Did you see that post that everyone was sharing about like the kid who didn't have a date for his dance, and his straight best friend was like you should have asked me and he's like no, everyone needs a I think his name was like Steven and he was like everyone needs a Steven and all these people were sharing their stories about their straight best friend who would go to a dance with them if they wanted and I was like I don't have a straight friend man friend I don't think I mean yes you do th- well yes you do that's true I have Zach Bear, Greg Boylard I'm thinking of like the bestie who would go to a dance with me that's what I mean. Yeah. Like in my closest tight Uncle Dale. Circle. Uncle Dale. My Uncle Dale he, would go. He'd go to a movie. dance with Xander. Did you go to your prom? Uh, I did, and I had just come out to my two best friends like two days before, like <gasps> my first come out. And you went yeah. with them, like you did a group prom. Yep. And thing. Uh, they knew I was gay, and they were like, "Oh, I love it." And it was like the secret that we had at prom. I love it. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I told them. In I a, love you for that. I told them in a Quiznos and just sobbed. It was the most dramatic thing you've ever seen. But you came out. In At least high you school. weren't in a subway. Like literally in the last two weeks of high school, it was like. I mean, that counts. Did you go to prom? Yeah. I did not tell the mass amounts of people until high school was over. I you went to I went to two prom. Well, we had like the junior prom, but Same. like everyone went. Yeah. 
I think I went with someone, these are both straight men, my junior year, who I felt sorry for, because I, I, I knew I was like, oh, I'm different, but like, you like me, sure, I, and I felt bad, and I told him, I was like, I'm only going with you because I feel bad for you. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I didn't know that that was mean. And then the second oh, year, the second year, broke up with my best friend, who is a straight man. He was the Danny to my Sandy in Greece. Broke up with him, and I was like, "Are we still going to prom?" You and he's have, like, "Yeah." Are you still I waiting guess. for that text back? <laughs> no. That was before, before cell, cell phones. phones. <laughs> um, no, but I had no idea about how life works or people's real feelings because yeah, I didn't feelings. have feelings for any like as a gay person who didn't know what that was or like sure. why I feel different. I'm like. You like me? Great, that's fine. I had all the feelings. You could have taken some of mine. Oh, no. I've always, you know me, I'm emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always just started late. I I came out in college, like junior year, maybe. Same. Yeah. I'm still going through my adolescence. I very much wanted to go to college out. That was, I didn't really have a coming out in high school, except for, like, my two closest girlfriends. But once... I got to college, I was like, I'm going here as a gay person. And then it was just like, hey, everyone, I'm gay. <laughs> like, I wanted people to know. Yeah. Well, that's but, great. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just did not want to have to do that massive moment where I tell everyone. Well, so and then going like, to college as a friend, you know, you like, now I'm someone new. I can start all over. Oh, yeah. Like, these and are all new people. Stevens I can try Point, an accent. Wisconsin, there were ten whole gay people for us to all, like, go around and kiss each other and then be like, well, we've done that. Or, like, semi-gay. Be like, I'm yeah. experimenting. Oh, yeah. We all just passed each other people around. Broke and, my heart. And they're like, well, we've finished Stevens Point. Guess we've got to move to a bigger city. A lot of us came to New York. Yeah. A lot of us a are here. A lot of you A lot more gay people here. here. It's great. In the Room is iconically sponsored by Babe Rosé. They also have Winter is the Worst, Red Wine, Family Time is Hard, Pinot Grigio, White Girl Rosé, Babe Rosé with Bubbles, Babe Grigio with Bubbles, Babe Red with Bubbles. And you get free shipping with any purchase. You can find them online on Instagram at drinkbabe and then also drinkbabe.net. Babe Rosé is the best plus one you could possibly bring to a party. Woo! Summer is on the horizon. Stock up on those bubbles. Do we have another question to ask? I want to know how you liked Harry Potter. Oh my god! We have to talk about things! You had a big day yesterday. Right now, we've seen some shit. I tried to do this initially. Did you? Yeah. We saw Gary together. We saw Gary. You guys, Gary, starring Nathan Lane, Julie White... Christine Nielsen? Is that her name? Yeah. Um, go with you, people you want to laugh with. Go with people you want to laugh with. It's incredible. You're going to laugh. You can't take three hilarious people and put them on stage and not laugh. But here's the other it's thing about both of these things so that funny. I've seen. Gary, I don't want to tell anyone anything about it. You ex- can't. Except you must see it. Period. Because I didn't know anything going in, and that was, I think, I didn't even know, like, you must go because you're going to laugh. I didn't even know that. So going in, knowing nothing, I was so relieved and surprised. It's such a breath of fresh air where, like, everything on Broadway is a movie. This is so completely original and 
I wanted to a go rug. because I knew Andrea Martin had broken all of her ribs in rehearsal. <laughs> yes. So I wanted to know yes. what the fuck she was doing that broke all of her ribs. Famously, famously. Uh, directed by George C. Wolf, who I love. Yeah. Produced by I Scott love. Rudin. Um, Guys, Nathan Lane. You gotta uh. see him on stage. You got to. You got to. If you've seen his films and you think you've seen Nathan Lane, you haven't. Is that show in iambic pentameter? Is it? Is it Parts written of it. like Shakespeare? I don't even want to tell you that. Well, I'm. It's the one question I have about. I want to say parts in. of it, maybe all of it, but my understanding of the true definition of iambic pentameter might be a little. I mean, does inaccurate. it sound like Shakespearean? Language? A lot of it. A lot of it. At the top. Okay. At the top. There are like monologues and shit, but then they, I think they go out of it and say, "What the fuck it's are you doing?" It's very funny, and it's. I don't think it's going to be over your head. I mean, it's very. No, and they're in previews, so pedestrian. I mean that display on the doors of the theater, mm-hmm. the blood, guts, and gore, that alone, I'm like, yeah. I need to see this show it immediately. It is, <laughs> yeah. And I think I said that the second I was handed my playbill. I was like, this is another reason I wanted to go see this. Yep. This artwork is phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's very good. Which I think I maybe wait. had the same graphic designer as Hillary and Clinton. It's the oh. same kind of Which- like splattery. <laughs> 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 Which you saw, can you please tell us a little bit about it? I did. Um, It's very unique. I won't say anything that's not public, like that I didn't read Entertainment Weekly before. But it's um, it's a fictionalized version of a conversation that very much could have happened, and uh, they aren't doing impressions of Bill and Hillary. Um, Thank God. They are just people, but everything they're talking about is stuff that did or could have happened in that moment in two thousand eight. It's when Hillary's running president the first time and Um, who is in it is it just two people it is uh no it's john lithgow is bill laurie metcalf is hillary um someone plays barack obama and i forget his name that's right and uh someone plays hillary's campaign manager okay four person play um but it's it's fantastic. Lori Metcalf does more Broadway shows. She does. She's just like, I'm going to do that one. She just started this one, and they're already and announcing they're, her next They're one. already <laughs> announcing. Girl, give someone else a chance. I, oh, my God. I or not, so because much. she's perfect, and she, so should, much. she should be in everything. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, I'm waiting for it to just be like, let somebody else have a turn, but it's she keeps playing roles. No one I want to go see her do it. Yep. I want to see her Virginia Woolf. I want her to do a Cynthia Nixon, where she's, like, playing two shows at once and running back and forth. But also, like, bartending at the duplex. <laughs> like she a lame stretch. Martins, like, gotta go. Like a lame I would stretch. love that. I would love Laurie Metcalf is bartending at the duplex, the Broadway show. I bet she would love it, too. Yeah. I'd pay Broadway price for that. Please. Please. <laughs> um, and then I saw Harry Potter. Oh, so Parts good. one and two yesterday. You've seen it. I have. Hashtag keep the secrets. Hashtag keep the secrets. I can't really say anything except that I I think I read like book one and book two when they first came out. I think I saw like one, two, three movies. I think it would be incredibly irresponsible of them to just cater to people who've seen every Harry Potter totally. and are obsessed. They do a really good job of kind of like bringing you up to speed and just kind of laying the land and kind of informing you of who the bad people are and who the good people are. Um, I can't recommend it 
enough. It's worth every penny. Worth every penny. The magic, every three and a half minutes, something is blowing your mind with how did they do that? And it's simple stuff. It's simple. It is not you beating you over the yep. head of like, ooh, this stage is so ornate. No, it's fairly minimal. There's not a lot of, you know, set dressing. No, it's just classic stage the magic. The story is so good. And whether, and it's true, my, I took my brother for his birthday, mm-hmm. and he is a Potterhead. Yes. I mean, he has a Harry Potter tattoo, he's read all the books multiple times. Um, I have not read them. I've seen each movie once as they came out, and we went together and both had the same emotional reaction to yeah. it. Interesting. Yeah. And it does not matter whether y- it you know on nothing. Its own. Or, yeah, you could go in completely dumb to all of it and still have an amazing time. And, and the way the, the audience reacts to certain things, you're kind of like, oh, these people are bad. Because you can hear like a, <gasps> like yeah. a gasp when someone comes out or like a... You know, cheer when you see someone. You're like, oh, okay, so these are good people, yep. and it's it's easy. And, and I wept there at it. the at the end of part one. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful and uh, really incredible. It's a must see, y'all. Go see it. And they have some pretty good seats in like the mezzanine that are not going to break the bank. So go visit yeah. the box office and get yourself a seat. Listen, or and there's not a bad seat that. No. Theater, <gasps> was made for it. I mean, there are like falcons, like uh, everything has like. I mean, the, the theater wallpaper. was made for Spider Man, but the wallpaper <laughs> has H's on it. Oh yeah, they they closed the theater. I, it was almost a full year Long renovation, time. and just redid the entire thing. Everything down to the carpet and the wallpaper has yeah, been redone in the lobby for this show. It's crazy. Oh. Yeah, it's an experience. You walk in. The and magic you're just alone like, is just. Yep. Ugh! So go see that. Oh god. Go see. I'm it. watching the movies now. I've never read the books. I've never seen the movies. We just Good. finished yeah. four. I love the movies. Are you enjoying? Is it your genre? No, it's, it's not, not my genre. genre I'm not not enjoying. I will never watch these movies again. Same. Um, but it's I'm, part of the cultural. Now you know. I don't care about the fucking cultural conversation. Fuck you. And your See, you're not a Game of Thrones person either. God no. We have the same taste. Well, then why are you watching it? Because John wanted me to. For your conversation. Yeah, I'm not talking to anybody about Harry Potter. We just ran out of things to watch. <laughs> um, Already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I will say is that. Like, the first movie, I thought I'm never going to make it through all however many movies there are because it's so... Children. There's children. Yeah, but they turn into adults they grow before up. your eyes. So I'm kind of waiting. I'm we The fourth movie that we just finished was, I think, the first time it got dark enough or grown up enough or anything to hold my attention a little sure. better. So See, now that we're getting into the back end of it, I'm like... It would be an interesting experience to do them all boom, boom, boom like that for yeah. the first time. Because I know people say this about the books all the time, is like, the books grew with me. Like, Xander mm-hmm. was the prime age. The yeah. first book is it's pretty juvenile. That's how I was with the OC. And then by the time you get to the seventh book, you're like, I'm an adult, these people are an adult, this book is written for an adult. And I felt the same way watching the movies as they came out. I was just like, oh, this is a fun, like, 
kitty movie and then you get to the eighth movie and you're just like oh my god this is dark and I they're making out I now? can't believe this became this so that's what I think I'm waiting for you'll get there and I swear to god if Maggie Smith were not in it I would not commit to watching <laughs> all of them hi ho hi ho there are seven very well known dwarves in history if you were the eighth dwarf what would your name be? I'm a listener, so I know this question, and I was prepared. <laughs> um, I'd be OCD, obsessive compulsive dwarf. Yes, you would be. Mm-hmm. One million percent, but in the good way. Be prepared. Yep. Be prepared. No, uh, I I'm not diagnosed that with OCD, but I'm self-diagnosed. What medications are you on? None. Um, because, like I said, I'm not actually officially diagnosed, but I know I have it. You have zero prescriptions at CVS? Oh, I have one prescription that is sent to me in the mail. Uh, it's a Propecia for my receding hairline. Do you want to shout it out? Is it working? I'm using Hims. Um, if you're on the subway, you know what Hims is. And, uh, it's incredible. It is you're working. It. In, like, three months, my hair has gotten so much thicker, and my receding hairline has come forward a little bit. It's very impressive. And Brian was like, I don't see it for a while. And then about... Well, he doesn't look at your well, face. Well, no, but about two, <laughs> about two weeks ago, he's like, okay, your hair is really thick. And I was like, thank you. It's working. Wow. So nice. I recommend hymns. But do they have a pill for the opposite when you want to like... Lose some? Lose some. Screw you. You're ahead of hate. Heaven's cutting it tonight, thank God. <laughs> no unicorn. It's so bad. But no other prescription... Hmm. Now, my OCD is totally self-diagnosed. But it, I, you need but it. I know I have it because, like, I have... None of it affects my life bad enough to be like, I need to take something to stop this. But I do have routines. Like, I cannot go to bed without checking the stove. I have to do it in sets of three. And like, I don't know this about you. No, because I keep it very secret. Like, Xander walked in on me. You're putting it on a radio program. That's fine. I don't care. No, this is interesting. I Xander walked in on me checking the stove one night when he was sleeping over, and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, sorry. I, I, and I, like, got really embarrassed. And, like, and... What do you mean you check it in threes? Like, I... <laughs> this is... Okay, now it's embarrassing. I, like, bump the knobs one way and then bump them the other way to make sure they're in the off position. Sure. Okay. And I do that three times. And I have to do it. And Xander walks in and he goes, "What are you, are you doing? Like a spell with your hands? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Go to it's bed." Choreography. And I was like, "I'm making sure we don't burn up in our sleep." <laughs> but it's it's exactly that irrational, like, no, the stove's not going to burst into flames while we're asleep. But my brain says, if I don't do this, we will. And it's the one day I didn't do it three times. Well. <laughs> Then the other day, like, I do it before I leave the house, too, just to make sure it's off. And there are other things, and I, like, check a window, a certain window, like, twice, and it, it's all fine. It's mainly just bedtime things. But I did not check the stove when I left the house the other day, and I had taken some stuff out of the fridge and set it on the counter, being like, when I leave, I'm going to check the stove, so I'll take this garbage. I was like, I'm leaving the house and not checking the stove. So I get home, and there's, like, a rotting sandwich on my counter, and I was like, oh... The one time I was like, I'm not going to check. I was like, damn it. Now my kitchen smells, but, well. <laughs> See? I'm a person of routine. As a self-proclaimed listener, are you ready for your rapid-fire questions? These oh, are the not-so-rapid-rapid-fires. No, no, I'm not what? ready, but okay, go. 
What was your last frivolous purchase? Frivolous. Um, does a wedding ring count? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, far too many uh, games for my new Nintendo Switch. We have one too! Oh, I love it. But like, Brian's mom got, him for me, got it for me for my birthday. And then I went to GameStop and was just like, oh, I need that accessory and that accessory and these three games. And suddenly I racked up a $200 bill and was like, oh, God. We have three <laughs> games. I have, I have three as well. We have three. We have Mario have? Kart, we have Mario Same. Party, Same. and we have Mario World. I don't have Mario World. Or like whatever the, the Mario, like the game board one. Or not the game board, like it's Odyssey, a game board. this hat. Right? I don't know. It's the one where, like, it's a longer it's a, story. It's not ten turns and yes. you're done. It's, like, yep. a longer... I don't have that one, but I have Just Dance. That one's new. Ooh. <laughs> what was the last first thing you did? Last first thing? Um... I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, I'm a person of routine, as we've established, <laughs> so... <laughs> this would be a great question for you. Yeah. Um, I guess... Booked a non-Disney cruise... There we go. I'm going to say that. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Uh, hamburgers. Sparkling or flat? Um, usually sparkling. What are your best four bars of Gypsy? Um, for me! Was that four? Sure. <laughs> Could be. I can loop it. <laughs> What's a memorable, like, company manager mishap? Like a memorable two one two number, your heart sank. You picked up um, that I can talk about here. Yes. Yep. Um, we don't want no scandal on our podcast, but we do want it off our podcast. I'm trying to think of. Oh, oh, this one caught me off guard. Because um, it's usually an onstage mishap. Is usually that. Uh, You've been on stage. Have you ever had an onstage mishap? Have I ever had an onstage mishap? Um, I don't think so. Nothing that's like standing out as like your oh track my God, record was... as a performer is a perfect hundred. Well, it stopped after college, so yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know about those naked auditions. Oh, naked auditions! Wish I but could I say digress. that was a first. Um, it was not for porn. I just want to make that very clear. <laughs> It was for Naked Boys singing and some play that I got cast in and then cried and quit. So, oh my god. Yep. Poor choices. So you can't tell us about your mishaps because they're confidential. Mostly, yeah. I'm trying to think. You can of, plead the fifth. I plead the fifth on that one. All right. Uh, what are you currently obsessed with? Um, besides your Nintendo Switch. I was just gonna say Nintendo Switch. Uh, I would say right now. The Ali Murs. I'm like really back into him now. I just like randomly, I, sometimes I take every single song on my Spotify and shuffle them and like skip through till I hear That's a song. That's the only way I listen to music. Well, I got to Ali Murs and I was like, yes, this album. And I've been listening to it for like four days straight. Great. Well done. Uh, what was your high school mascot? Ugh. It's horrible. So. I went to the Oconomowoc High School uh, in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and the mascot was a raccoon named Cooney. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. If you had to change your first name, what would you choose? Ooh, 
I love sea names, which is why my car was named Casper. My turtle is named Colin. Um, I love the name Cooper. I, like I could see you as like a Cooper. A I like I like that as a short Coop. What's your drag name? Ugh, my official one, which I don't like, was Scary Underwood. When we like all got into drag that one night and took photos to be funny. Um, I we had one for me and we wrote it down and I'm never going to remember it. But I guess I'm going to have to Dana say... Dana will. I guess I'm going to have to say Scary Underwood for now. While Dana researches uh, your other options... She's a country superstar. Uh, who would you love to work with? Oh. Let me clarify on that. Not, like, if somebody were to, like, come into your show, yeah. who would you love to have come in to your show not necessarily who would you love to get hired by Disney theatrical oh totally um like as a a star per, like I have dreamed of being a company manager for so many people like every time I see a play I'm like what if I company managed this show and I got to like see that person every day mm-hmm. if I could like company manage something with Laura Benanti my life would be over mm-hmm. I would be very professional of, of course, course you would but of course she you is, would. she's my number one love her she loves you too she gives you shout outs i know uh we took the test together the company manager who did um oh my god my schumer show uh right meteor shower yep and we went to dinner and she's like guess what i'm company managing and i almost like flipped the table and like beat her up (laughs) because both oh my god can you imagine oh my god i mean can you imagine i know this is rapid fire but i was at gypsy of the year before it was not Gypsy of the Year. Um, and Laura Benanti and Amy Schumer came on to like give the awards. Mm-hmm. That was here in this theater. And Amy Schumer like said a bad word. And she's like, sorry, are there kids here? Hey, kids, do you know what cunt means? Because it's what <laughs> Laura is. Stop. Their relationship. And Laura's just standing there. Oh, my God. Every interview they it's did. The every uh, it's It's fantastic. The best thing on the internet. When Amy Schumer, like, took Laura Benanti's flowers on opening night and just held both bouquets. <laughs> Hilarious. Nothing is better than their <laughs> relationship, if you ask me. Anyway, what's your favorite book or who is your favorite author? Hmm. I went through a long phase of reading on the subway and then kind of stopped, uh, which I'm ashamed of. It's the weight. It's the weight of a book in it your is, bag, among I, other things. I also read Entertainment Weekly cover to cover every week. So I would always like finish that magazine and then go back to my book um so but now I've been like taking my time with Entertainment Weekly and playing some cell phone games cell phones will be the death of us uh I I loved Big Big Little Lies before it was a TV show Mm. I will say like that's my kind of pulpy messy juicy like, it was Full so of fun. ladies. I literally gasped at the twist at the end and almost dropped the book on the subway. And then when they announced it was being made into a TV show, it was so fun to know that secret ahead mm-hmm. of time. I loved it. You've moved into a new apartment. Empty fridge, empty cabinets. You need something sweet. Everything's closed, you can't order. What do you have for dessert? Was that a better way of saying it? Dear Lord, allow me. Wait, everything's closed. To get through this question. Can I walk somewhere to get it? Ah, fuck it. What? What's the answer there? No, I like. You can't. Everything's closed. 
and the cabinets are empty? Never mind. Is the answer want, sex? Like, is that what you, I'm supposed to say? You want a chocolate shake. Everything's closed. You can't order. Seamless doesn't exist. Nick did not make a cake, and there's no Can I go to the leftover. grocery store and get the stuff to make it? You're not moving out of your home. You're not leaving. Then you starve. The point is, what's your, like, Hail Mary, I need something sweet, or I will not be able to fall asleep. Just... Give me. It doesn't have to be good. Just give. Oh, so the act of physically trying to get it doesn't matter. Oh, for me, it's um, it depends. I I would have a couple of things. Pez candy is my favorite candy. That's That's a a good one. one. That's a good one. Love Pez. And screw the dispenser. It's just in the way. Yep. You throw the dispenser away and you eat the packets by themselves. (laughs) Hot tip, everyone. Handfuls of Pez just into your mouth. (laughs) Um, or like right now, I was never an ice cream person until this year. A pint of. A pint of Cold Stone. I'm dead. Dead. Yep. I will re- rewrite this question. Oh, wait, one more. Cheesecake. I mean, that's really my ultimate. Pez was your best answer. Okay, we'll stick with Pez. Oh, you don't have any dessert. To be. Cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love you for trying it. If there's trying a to better way to phrase it, it is a good question. But... It might be You just need to be like... What's if we're your... all in New York and everyone can just... Everything is available. You're right. So it's hard You're to... right. It's easier to think about in the suburbs. That's a good point that I hadn't thought of. Um, can you cook? Uh, yes. Maggie Smith or Judy Dench? Judy Dench because she narrates that uh, Disney ride. Oh my God, we Spaceship were stuck Earth. on it and I just got to listen to her smooth tones wonderful. all day. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, last subway line you rode? Um, actually, the 2-3. What's your sign? Uh, I am Aries. Um, you can have lunch with three people not in theater, because that's your industry. So, one's living, one's dead, one's fictional. So Laura's out. Laura's out. Can I say Amy? She's no, most... she's, in the, she's in the arts. She's in film and television. They theater. can't be in the arts? Okay, fine. Fine, um, I'll give you Amy, because I didn't give you Laura, but a- Amy's my living. Amy's your living. One living, one dead, one what? Fictional. One fictional. Um, living Amy Schumer. Dead, um, uh, my instinct is to say Walt Disney, but he was horrible. You can okay. make him better. Maybe. I'd, I'd want to know. I just don't want to have lunch with him. Yeah. It's w- just lunch. I want to know things about this company. And, like, how it started and why and... Sure. Yeah. And how he really felt about some things. Read Disney War, by the way, if you haven't. It's fascinating. Okay. Um, Disney War? Yeah. Where was that when I asked what your favorite book is? It's not my favorite book. Okay. I mean... Scandalous. It's great, though. Um, And fictional, I would say... Oh, I can pick people off television, can't I? Yeah. I would say... I know exactly your impact. Oh, no, I would actually say um, David Rose from Schitt's Creek. Or, or uh, the other two, Carrie Dubeck, just because he's cute and I'd want to look at him during lunch. Hmm. What's a performance that inspired you as a kid? Oh. Um, oh, I know one. I was in a production of Children of Eden that my high school did, and the guy who played Adam, I was I was in sixth grade, 
So I was just there to be an armadillo and, like, roll home. <laughs> but... <laughs> but the, Get out of my overalls! <laughs> but the guy who played Adam, as in Adam and Eve, like, I was in awe of him. I thought he was so cute. I thought he was the best actor. In my mind, he was, like, Broadway, still to this day. I'm sure if I went back and watched Is he on Broadway? I have no idea where he is. I don't even remember his name. But I remember just being like, he's great. And I loved him. And I thought his performance was awesome. You're great. I love that answer. Yeah. Okay, the last question is, um, it was actually just still on my phone from when we asked these questions to Elizabeth Ashley. Oh, great. But it fits for you, so I'm going <laughs> to reuse it. What do you want to see on your honeymoon? Oh. Um, oh, I want to see some Greek ruins and... I mean, I'm going to see these things, so it's not like I can have to go out, on my, out of my way, but, like, the fjords in Norway, I, we have a balcony, and I want to sit on my balcony, and I just want to watch the fjords go by as I drink my drink. It's going to be great. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Can the wedding be done now? I can't wait for you to experience that. It's uh, going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm very excited to see, like, nature and things that are not in America. Greece is one of the only places I, I would truly want to go. Like dad went for a semester abroad and s- still says it's the best place he's ever been. Yeah. Oh. I would like to go to Lohan's Beach Club. We're going to Mykonos, and Brian's like, I think it's kind of like gay friendly. And I was like, Yeah, it is. It's where Lilo's club is. The and I want to go. Friendly. <laughs> Mykonos. I want to go. You're gay ish. Mykonos sounds like Mickey Mouse. Which That's is probably why you want to go. Not why I want to go, and I knew you were going there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Mykonos sounds like Mickey Mouse, and Lindsay Lohan is nicknamed Lilo, which is your favorite thing in the entire world, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. How? You have to go. <gasps> Do we have to pay for that now that you did that? Because Stitch is here? Yeah. No, you can, you can be quiet. Rhonda. Sorry. Is Rhonda's new name Stitch? <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming on our podcast. You're welcome. Yes, for especially before me. a show. I oh nope, that means Come nothing on. to me. It's not like I have to prepare. But thank you. This has been fun. See, it wasn't yeah. so bad. I never thought it would be. You guys are great. We'll do a part two next time, and we'll really get into the weeds. A deep dive. Really yeah. Deep dive. We'll talk when I no longer work at Disney. Um, anything that you want to shout out besides Come See Aladdin and everything else on Disney And the Frozen Broadway. Tour. Um, for real, g- Come See Aladdin. It's uh, in like the best shape it's been since opening right now. Our cast is incredible. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so fun. And if you haven't seen it yet, it's really funny and a really great it's time. It's got that Disney magic in it. And not just for kids. Like, mm-hmm. adults love it. It's a great date night. Come check it out. Um... Yeah, and uh, if you're not watching Fosse Burden, do that. And if you're not watching the other two on Comedy Central, it is absolutely next to Schitt's Creek. It is my all-time favorite television show comedy ever. Highly recommend. Molly Shannon is genius. And where can people find you besides Icon from five to eight on Saturdays? (laughs) DJing at Icon (laughs) on Saturday afternoons. Um, If you come, you won't know anyone there, but I'll know the seven people who are there. Uh, And you can find me on Instagram at, at Andrew Hollenbeck and on Twitter at, at Drew Hollenbeck, I believe. But on Twitter, all I do is retweet other funny people. So. And what's your shift at uh, Blue Drew's? 
Bluejuice. Uh, do you do the 6 a.m.? No, we were removed off Google because some lady actually tried to find us. Real, and real reviews. Yeah, I put Bluejuice on Google <laughs> and all my friends were writing reviews. And then this girl <laughs> gave us one star <laughs> and said, I couldn't even find the place. <laughs> And she reported us, and now I've been removed, and I've been trying to get it back, but they... W- Blue Drews was a place I could put into Lyft, and it would go to Blue Drews. Yeah, because Lyft uses Google Maps. Yep. And now but, it's not uh, there anymore. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she said... Wait, can I actually put That's it up? That's the it's funniest it. thing you've ever... Dana had written me... Dan, can we... Will you send a screenshot, and we'll put it up alongside this episode? Absolutely. Dana had written... Uh, really funny review about how well Drew, Blue Drews treats her. Um, her Dana's was like, my experience at Blue Drews has been consistent and fruitful. You could say I'm a regular, in quotes. I always feel welcome, and the barista, I believe it is the one and only Drew himself, although his identity has not been confirmed, is attentive, and, and it goes on and on and on. This woman couldn't... <laughs> Rose Catlos. One star. Couldn't even find it. And the review by Dana Craig sounds weirdly suggestive. Is this real? And then she reported us, and we are closed. So, oh, <laughs> Does it say closed permanently? Uh, no, you just can't even find it. We've been, re- our oh, listing is man. removed. So uh, if you try and find Blue Drews, you can't. It's like an underground speakeasy. Yeah, you gotta know the password. Blue Drews nope. was a ruse. <laughs> oh, Rose, thanks for that. Anyway, thank you so much. Thank You're you. You're my bestie of all time. And love you. Uh, I love you too. And. Are your nails falling it. off one by yep, one? Yep, we're not talking about it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Actually, no. Do you want to start? What do you like to do? I don't know. Bye. 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 In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize, and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In The Room Pod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 
It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.